the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. going on anyone and everyone who might happen to be alive at this particular point in time big shout out to those listening in the spirit world i miss you all huge howdy to the high holy three as is always and triple j i love you this is a day this is some weather they have got to be going nuts at a tri-city speedway because they have a november event we're going to be talking about it with doug jenkins in a little bit here but they got a November event, and when you have to place a November event way earlier in the year, you don't know what the weather's going to be like. But you got weather, I think, like, it's supposed to be like right at 70 at race time. Tonight and tomorrow it goes. We'll talk about it a little bit later on here. My man, Noskoff, going to be joining in here from yesterday's call. I'm going to pick up from where he's, he's – he's one of these political nuts. He is definitely watching this. All I can say is – Whatever's going to happen is going to happen, all right? It's out of the control of the American public, so let's watch. Let's wait and see. But I will say this. For the major networks to dump out on the president of the United States while he was making a speech yesterday, shame on you a-holes. That's all I got to say. If I could say ass, I would. But shame on you a-holes. You can't put them together because then the FCC bothers you. Shame on you a-holes. That's the president of the United States, whether you like him or not. Shame on you a-holes. Hey, what's going on? I tell you what, I'm feeling pretty good today. I'm feeling pretty good today because we had a magnificent event last night. The uh, virtual fundraising dinner that we had. I don't know what the complete tally is as of yet. Tammy Ascaris, I'm sure, will inform when they... When the tally is had, but boy, that was fantastic. And let me tell you what, the living room for the River Bend is right there at the place called Post Commons, right around the corner from the station here. You are ever in downtown Alton, you got to stop at the Post Commons, not only for food, but just to check the place out. I mean, it's an old post office and it is just magnificent. So say hi to... Hugh and the gang over there, they put on a magnificent event all for the Riverbend Family Ministries. Magnificent. Let you know what that tally is. And by the way, you can listen to this event, that event, in case uh, you didn't get to it last night, either on uh, one of the Facebook uh, operations or right here on WBGZ. But we're going to replay it for you on WBGZ at 6 o'clock this evening, right after 
Smash Daily has indeed come to conclusion. Now, tomorrow is going to be magnificent because the weather is great. Nine till noon. There's a new show on. It's called Digging the Smash. Music of the now, then, and the way back when. So in our sister station, my mix, 94.3 FM. Now, that is the best mix of the greatest hits of any time, but especially of the 60s and 70s. Now, Digging the Smash, that's music of the now, then, and the way back when. So we're going to start up tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. It's a magnificent show on Saturdays now on my mix, 94.3. Here's what the deal is. You say, Smash, I don't know, man. Saturday's when I sleep in. Well, go ahead. I sleep in every day. I understand. But if you get the chance to wake up, you're going to love it. You say, well, you know, I'm, I think I might miss it. Okay. I'm going to play it for you right now. I'm going to play 15 minutes of it at least. This goes all the way through. This is what's called a set. Smash set. All right? Digging a smash set. And this is what a set sounds like. So you're going to hear it as it would be played, let's say, tomorrow Saturday or the following week Saturday. This is what the set sounds like. Certainly hope you dig it because the title of the thing is Digging a Smash. Smash, smash, digging a smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash here, digging the smash. It is music of the now, then, and the way back when. I'll throw in a little rock and roll repartee. Some stories from my storyline, and I'll turn you on to great music that you, in your time, may have heard or in your time never, ever have heard. I'm going to start you out with one of the powerful songs. The power in this song is not only in the story that it tells, but just the, the grandeur and the strength of the music itself. All the instruments combined, the horn section coming on in. The boys in the band just strumming on their instruments, playing their instruments correctly. I'm talking about Bono and the crew. I'm talking about you too. Here, digging a smash.
What a magnificent piece of music. Digging the smash right here. Music of the now, then, and the way back when. Now, see, that's a band that's got a style to itself. You two with a style and a sound that gave them an originality in that day when they first started touring in the United States, 1981, maybe 82, if my mind does serve me correctly, I was hosting the show. You two, band from Ireland. Nobody knew who these guys were, wonderful young men. They were opening up for the Jay Giles Band in Indianapolis at the uh, convention center, I believe it was. By the way, that song, Angel of Harlem, that comes off the live concert album, Rattle and Hum, one of the great concert albums of all times, I should say. Great concert movie, too. Unbelievably great. Now back to the U2 in Indianapolis, me hosting the show with them opening for Jay Giles' band story. So I'm hosting the show for the radio station and get to meet the band backstage just before they go on. They were very polite, really glad to see an American DJ because the DJs back in that day, I don't know what they do nowadays because I ain't DJing no more, but the DJs back in that day, we did what's called we broke records, meaning that we're the ones who set those songs up so that you, the listener, would dig them in that particular day. And with that, that would build that particular band into a level of stardom that stuck with them for however long uh, it stuck with them. And of course, with you two, it's on the forever side, you know? They were very, very polite. I just remember that. I didn't get to talk to them very, uh, very, very long, but they were very, very polite, uh, not only because we built their name in the concert setting, but we also set up and helped create their hits. That's what DJs did for bands back in that day, at least until the corporates came in. But that's a, that's a separate story for, for another time. It's almost like I'm Schwarzenegger in The Terminator. With that story, I'll be back. But I go back to Indianapolis that night. U2 gets done. They were amazing. Nobody knew who they were. They were amazing. But also amazing was the Jay Giles Band. Yeah. 
Now, you know, the music of Digging and Smash is music of the now then and the way back went. So if you get a chance to head on to the then part of it, get yourself that album. The Morning After by the Jay Giles Band. Nothing but great songs on that album. Jay Giles passed away back in 2017. He was a great guitarist for that style of guitar playing out of Boston. Those boys were Peter Wolf, lead singer, one of the best, one of the greatest front men in the history of the art form. And I tell you what, man, you be uh, a front man like that, you got yourself some girls. He wound up with Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway was the girl back in that day because she was in Bonnie and Clyde with Warren Beatty. I think that was about 1967, something like that. Oh, my goodness. She was fine, fine, blow my mind, as we used to say. Now, I love this clip of Peter Wolf talking about the early days of him getting into the music scene there in Boston. He's on a show called Greater Boston doing a little Reminiscent. And my, our first experience was playing with the Shirelles. And we played uh, in a little joint in Everett. It was the Shirelles, and the name of my band, give you a sense of the time, was The Hallucinations. I knew that. <laughs> Peter Wolf, first gig sharing the stage with the Shirelles. Whoa, I love the Shirelles. Here are the Shirelles digging the smash with the Shirelles.
song written by Carol King and Jerry Goffin. 1960, going to the way back when, right there. For the Shirelles. Boy, they had a bunch of big hits. Soldier Boy, Mama Said There'd Be Days Like This, Baby It's You. Oh, they had all kinds of great hits. The Shirelles, I love all the music that's being played here. Digging the smash. Music of the now, then, and the way back when more. Coming up. Smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. So that's the way it plays Saturday mornings, tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. till high noon. Getting you ready for your Saturday on into Sunday, all right? Digging the smash right here on our sister station, My Mix 94.3 FM. My man Noskoff coming up in a moment. Dig the smash. Anywhere, anywhere. The Smash Daily Podcast. Who's hungry? I'm hungry. And when I'm hungry, I think Gulf Shores. All right? Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill. You can find them on the dot com. Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill dot com. Seeing the kind of foods they have. I told you all about that, but I was looking at one of these chef's creations. Because when you go on the dot com, Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill dot com, you see the whole menu there. So you see the kind of food that you can go on over to the Creep Core location and jump in on or go on over here to uh, Edwardsville and, and, and jump in on. I'm looking at this uh, <laughs> chef's creation. This is an entree feature. Crab-crusted grouper. Got that eight-ounce grouper. Got that cheesy blue crab on there. Ooh, buddy. Got the pepper mix. Because one of the things about the Parker family, because these recipes come from Harry's uh, Harry Parker. He's the owner is mom and pop. And they also have recipes for for the the mixes, the salts, the peppers, the spices that, that go on there. I mean, you put that on there, man. Harry takes that thing to perfection for you, all right? That grouper served over yellow rice with fresh sautéed green beans. I like that. Nice. Maybe get yourself an appetizer, that Cajun toasted beef ravioli. Mm, that could be a meal in that could be a meal in and of itself, I'm telling you. Soup. Uncle Nemo's duck gumbo. Definitely a good one there. And then of course dessert carrot cake. I love carrot cake. I'm just turning you on to good stuff. You're looking for a great place to eat this weekend? Hey, I don't know what they're doing on the Illinois side as far as dining in and all that kind of stuff is concerned. But I tell you what, if ever there was a November weekend to dine out. On the Illinois side, it's this weekend because the weather is beautiful. Of course, you can dine in on the Missouri side. But just turn you on to one of the great places, all right? Great food. And that is Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill. Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill.com.
John Lennon, of course, smash with you right here. It is WBGZ 107.1 FM, the big Z. Hey, uh, Vladimir Noskov, longtime friend of mine, is on the air here. And definitely, the young man has uh, opinions of opinions. And I tell you what, when Noskov called in yesterday, it's kind of like, okay, we, we couldn't uh, finish it off correctly. But Noskov, I'm looking and I'm watching on the... On uh, Inside Edition here, and it says it's almost over. So what I'm asking is if it's almost over and Biden is pronounced president, all right, you know what Trump is doing. If Trump winds up being called the president, isn't Biden going to do the same thing and hold things up and go to laws, you know, courts and all that kind of stuff? Well, first of all, I just want to say this is your friend who is holed up in his apartment. I know. And as, all, as I, end all, it, I <laughs> all I do is monitor different news stations. Yes. Yes. And as uh, I finish where that. We, where right. we left, first of all, let me just say that grouper sounds really good. Oh, man. I could there, use man. a really nice piece of fish right now. Well, I tell you what, it won't be right now, but it will be soon. If you want to go on over to Gulf Shores with me next week, we'll make that arrangement. Uh, Remember the days before COVID? I know. I took you out for I your know. first sushi meal. I know. <laughs> anyway, uh, so as a political junkie, I'm actually having fun. This is like yes. the World Series once every four years, like mm-hmm. the World Cup. Yeah. For most people, it's like watching the dry paint dry. You know, the news of the election. I know. I know. And people are tired of it, that. We talked about it last night, yep. and we left off when the man who wears orange makeup was about to speak. Mm-hmm. Anything I got to say about that office and all of that kind of stuff, yeah. but I, I'm going to be truthful. It made me very happy to see the president of the United States cry like a little bitch. Well, I don't know if he was crying. It was uh, more or less. It what was, it was actions of a desperate man. Well, of course, uh, he's going to be in the position of a desperate man because he's got a media that's playing against him. What do you say to that kind of an argument? Well, listen, man, I know Donald Trump. And Donald Trump is the man who hates losing. So if he wins, nothing is rigged. It's all up and up. That's right. If he's losing, it's got to be rigged against him. It's got to be fraud. It's got because he cannot accept the fact that he's losing hard. However, now, however, if if Biden is this turned around in reverse, wouldn't Biden do the same thing? No, nah, man. Look, look the way Democrats laid down. Hillary could have challenged. She could have had a recount. She didn't do that. She came. She actually got three million more votes than Donald Trump in mm-hmm. 2016. Oh, that's a good point. Remember the way. Yeah. Remember the way Al Gore. Yeah. Laid down in 2000. Yeah. That took 40 now, that also, took 41 days to get a, through. Go ahead. Let me tell you a very interesting fact about the election 2000. The Bush uh the Bush campaign, W George W Bush campaign. Mm-hmm. What they wanted was to make sure that every mail-in vote counts because mail-in votes back then were in favor of Republicans. Because uh, Donald Trump convinced his base that mail-in is all fixed and all that, he encouraged his supporters to vote the day of the election. Mm -hmm. 
Now, back in 2000, this is really interesting now. Listen to this. The three lawyers who were the legal team of George W. Bush, who first convinced the Supreme Court to include the mail-in ballots that came in late, and they were successful in stopping the count, convincing the Supreme Court to do so when George Bush had 537 more votes than Gore in Mm -hmm. Florida. Mm -hmm. Now, are you ready to know the names of these three lawyers on the legal team? I know it'll be good. your mind. Come on, man. One was called Attorney Roberts. Oh, wow. now the Supreme really? Court Justice. Really? Another one was called Kavanaugh. Oh, who is brother. The Associate Justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not done. Okay. This is the juicy part. Okay. The young 28-year-old crazy chick who just got out of law school, like with a Taliban type of Christianity, not just a Christian, but mm. a Taliban Christian. All right. Her name is Amy Coney Barrett. She was the head of that team. Wow. See, now people don't know that, man. Really? This is not a conspiracy. I'm not talking about flat earth or QAnon or any of that crazy stuff. I'm telling you what really happened. This is information. Anybody who knows how to operate Google, just search it. Find out for yourself. Yeah. Stop watching YouTube videos, you know. (laughs) Right. Oh. Yeah, because you were kind of reprimanded me last night uh, when you called because I had just gotten home, and I just threw on the football game. You said, well, you know, I'm watching CNN. You're watching football. I didn't reprimand you. <laughs> I was I joking on you about that. I'd be watching it too, but right, uh, I'm too addicted to this. <laughs> yes, you are. When I went when I went to sleep last yes, night, are. Trump was leading in both Georgia and Pennsylvania. Yeah. Now Biden has four thousand a hundred and eighty four more votes than Trump in Georgia. Oh boy. And fourteen thousand five hundred and forty one more votes in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. He's twenty thousand plus more votes in Nevada and thirty nine thousand four hundred more votes than Trump in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So he's winning in all states so far. Mm-hmm. So now what happens now, what happens if somebody Let's say Nevada is the final state because it's down to one state. One state's going to make the difference now is what they're saying. Not for Trump, it won't. No, well, not for Trump. That's right. He's got to get all four. Yeah, he's got to get all four. So let's he, say, go ahead, Vlad. Okay, his number is 213, and um, Biden's number is 253. Mm-hmm. Even though Fox News has Biden, at, which is bizarre, at, Yeah. 264 because they already gave Biden Arizona, but it's still too early to tell. Mm -hmm. Fox News just doesn't like going back on like whatever they call. Mm -hmm. But anyway, and also, you know, Trump is screaming fraud. I'm going to sue. Now, Georgia, unless Biden pulls out more than 10,000 votes above Trump, is automatically eligible for recount. And Trump got to pay for that recount. Mm -hmm. What if they find out that uh, Trump is right, man, and Trump is is won? Don't you you are you still contend that Biden is going to walk away, even though that's what Hillary did? I don't think that plays that way this time because it's it's more intense. Biden is not going to Biden is not going to contest if Trump, but Biden knows how to lose gracefully. Yes, 
Let me tell you something about Biden. Man. When he was just running for Senate the first time. We got two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a wife and kid that died. A daughter and a wife died in a car accident. Yes. The, the two remaining sons. One we know about Hunter, yeah. who's got some problems with drugs and all right. that. But right. the other son died a hero in the Iraqi war. Yep. So there is a man who's got some capacity for compassion. Mm-hmm. Right on. And he's more into healing, and he's not going to like cause a constitutional crisis. Now right Trump might. <laughs> right on. Wouldn't they? Wouldn't they like really nice if those Windman brothers? You know the general that yeah. Trump tried to discredit. Yeah, they had the job of removing him from the White House, My brother, because it said that uh, the government can uh, go ahead and escort the president out if he doesn't want to go go on out uh, on his own. I tell you what, man, let's pick this back up on Monday, all right? Because something definitely is going to be happening over the weekend. Let's see where it goes. Huh? It'll be today, tomorrow, or in a few weeks. All but right. we'll know eventually. Yeah, we will, because it took uh, 41 days for Bush and Gore, so we'll be uh, seeing what this happens. But we'll check in back uh, back in with you. We're going to have all the political uh, gang come Monday here on Di- uh, on Digging the Smash, on uh, <laughs> Smash Daily here. Buddy, I appreciate you taking the time. Right on, right on, man. Right on, right on to you, buddy. And I'm just, I just want to appeal to people out there to stay calm sure. and nonviolent. That's exactly, all. exactly. And at that same time, I am where you's at. On 1071 The Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. There ain't nothing like a big angry field. Tearing down a back straight. Weird and weird. It's got a big V8. Underneath that hood. When the lights go green, brushes gonna scream. I didn't hear. That's, that's me singing. You singing. I do that occasionally. My goodness. <laughs> it was like a rousing uh, rendition of Dirt Track Cowboys there. Well, you know, Beautiful. I've started to learn the song. Uh, I tell you what, Doug Jenkins, I have never... You know, to me, when I look at you, you're kind of like a Michael Bolton type of singer. Anyhow, what I just heard just then was, yeah, you are Michael Bolton as far as this part of the world is concerned. I'm not sure how to take that. Well... Wish Let's I had go. his money. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Even even though he wasn't the big success, he was a pretty big success. Yes. And has plenty of good he money. He made plenty of soccer moms uh, very happy. Exactly right. Let me tell you what, man. 
when you were talking about you're going to have a no- November event out of Tri-City, mm-hmm. I thought to myself, okay, well, you know, good luck. It's November. Right. But boy, did you get blessed with the weather for this weekend. How does huh? this even happen? This is magnificent. I love it? it. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Shall we go to the phone line? Let's do that. Introductions, if you would, please, then. Well, uh, I hold down one of the microphones at Tri-City Speedway, uh, and joining me now is uh, my cohort for probably 20-some-odd years, Donnie really? McElroy. How are you, Donnie? Hey, how you doing, guys? All right, Don. How you doing, partner? I'm doing better. Just rolling into the racetrack right now, oh, my really? friend. Going to yeah. start this weekend off right. Well, I was talking with uh, Doug, and it's kind of like uh, you guys got the weather for this weekend. This place should be, like, packed overflowing, don't you think? Oh, man, I hope so. Because yeah. it's uh, unusual we ever get to run this time of the year. But at the same time, we're kind of blessed for this weather this weekend. So I look forward to it all. Right so, on. Donnie, you're just rolling in down there right now. What's it look like in the parking lot? Uh, are we going to have trouble finding a spot? Oh, now they're they're starting to fill up, but we still got plenty of time for folks to come on down if they want to. I think it's going to be a great show tonight. Yeah, it's still about Any two hours till we put cars on. on the track, isn't it? Still about two hours till we get the cars on the track, right? Yeah, about seven fifteen somewhere in there, Doug. All right, I'm looking over the uh, the My Race Pass app, uh, which uh, for those of you who are not in the know, that uh, gives us a running uh, the, the the running count of who's been signed in and throughout the course of the night it'll give us lineups and results and stuff like that right now we have 24 excuse me 28 it just updated 28 cars signed in in the b modifieds which is uh the headline class this weekend weekend. uh one guy from as far away as wheelersburg ohio Hmm. wow yeah so i got on there so i haven't uh been able to check out the names yet so i'll get that here in a short you know how that goes let me ask this to both of you guys, whoever wants to jump in. I'm a, a guy who loves racing, but I don't know what all these terms mean. What is the B-Class Modified? What is that? Donnie, you want to take that one? Yeah, I can do that. The B-Mods, we have A-Mods, Smash, or we have B-Mods. All right. The B-Mod class, are they're more restricted on the motor because uh-huh. um, in the A-Mods, they've got some minor restrictions, but not nearly as much as the B-Mods. And they uh, limit some of the suspension that they can use on these cars. Oh, really? And, it's a more affordable class, hopefully. Uh, That's the uh, right word to say. <laughs> yeah. So these people then would come from, just like we saw, from far and wide to race these cars of theirs that are modified in the appropriate manner. That is correct. Uh, you know, they'll fit the rules that they've set forth here at Tri-City Speedway. Yeah. And uh, I just roll in here. There's a line running out towards the road with a bunch of cars still sign- yet to sign in with us yeah. tonight already. I just uh, got an update, and there is now some uh, someone here from Bonner Springs, Kansas. Nice, if I knew really? where Bonner Springs, Kansas was, I could point well, it out. We know Kansas, man. I know that's, where that's Kansas nice. is. Yeah, yep, it's good. That, it's a long drive across that state. So if it's modified, be modified tonight, what's what's tomorrow? Just a continuation? Uh, no, tomorrow's a completely separate show. Really? Uh, we're going we're gonna to destroy some things tomorrow. Oh, is it the Demolition? Uh, Demolition Derby, uh, Monster Trucks. And, Donnie, have you heard how many Monster Trucks we now have? Um, there was a couple, I've seen pictures of a couple, three of them down here already. I know Bigfoot's going to be here and, uh, Venomator, Venom, Snake mm-hmm. Venom or whatever, Venom Bite or something along Venom. that line. But I haven't got all the names of those yeah. down pat yep. yet, you know? So. Well, in my daily travels, I see uh, a handful of demo derby cars, uh, sitting in, uh, driveways and, uh, side lots, uh, just on my way, uh, into work every day. So I'm assuming, 
uh, that there's quite a bit of uh, anticipation for the demo derby as well. Well, and as we've talked before, Doug, I, I don't know. I haven't seen demo derbies pay this much. Man, they're pretty good money. And so really? the class is $2,000 here and $1,000 nice. there. And I'm like, wow, what, not bad. What happens? Do people like get cars that they purposely go ahead and, and demolish uh, in this kind of thing? How's that play? Well, uh, you've got certain cars that uh, stand up to the punishment a little bit better than yeah. others. You see a lot of station wagons, a lot of old station wagons. Oh, really? In this, so uh, is that because they're better because they got that long back, better to ram backwards into? Somebody? Yeah, they have some crush area. Yeah, there you are. Yeah, yeah. Um, and th- th- there's some guys that put a lot of money into the engines uh, for these for these cars. They'll spend thousands of dollars to build a strong yeah. engine that uh, can can take overheating because uh-huh. a lot of times that's one of the first things to go is your cooling system. Uh-huh. Yeah, because people are ramming you. But mm-hmm. if you, uh, at the end of the thing, do you lose the car body but keep the engine, keep the good parts? Uh, how does that work? You can. You can. Yeah. Donnie, do you uh, do you have any firsthand knowledge of, uh, of the Demo Derby uh, crowd? What I've learned over the years, these guys – are able to use these cars multiple times so it's not like yeah. a one and done type thing ah. they know how to build them so they bend in certain areas and ah. make modifications to them so they can use them multiple times yeah how many times i'm not sure of that huh boy it all started like uh, really when we were kids bumper cars over there at the uh, state fair or something you know mm-hmm. and now they're doing yeah. it uh, free i used to love demolition derbies i'd go host them and everything and you two guys man you've been there such a long time bravo to you guys for having uh, a gig that would uh, last that long, and that is for two reasons. Number one, you're putting on good shows for the people because you're putting on good shows verbally as they listen to you coming out of big speakers and everything. Bravo to you. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, sir. Yes. So, pleasure. Well, well Donnie, Donnie go. we got about 15 seconds left here, so uh, I guess I'll see you d- uh, down there in about an hour. All right. Maybe we can drag Smash over here tomorrow. Maybe we can find a way to fit him in here. There Come you go. on, Smash, bring it. Well, I, I tell you what, I, I won't be able to do this weekend, but how about the first time you open up uh, in the spring of next year? That's a deal. All right, cool. Now I'm in that. That'll be great. All right, Donnie, we'll All catch right, you so later, man. Pleasure right. talking to you, sir. All right, Have pardon. a great evening. Talk to you later. All right. There you go. And we'll turn that off. Did I do that right there, Doug? You did. I did hit the you right did. buttons. That's good. So we're good to go. Well, this is the last weekend. What do you do after after this weekend, man? You go into hibernation? Uh... I sulk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, seasonal affective disorder yes. as it relates to the uh, to the brightness in the sky. Yeah, uh, it's multiplied when there is no brightness in my heart going to the racetrack. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. so, so I'll, might... I'll be a crank until about March of next year. Oh, all right. Yeah. So all fair right. warning. Well, bravo on a successful season in this kind of situation with the COVID and everything going, because it looks like uh, Tri-City did as good as anybody could do with all the uh, hindrances that uh, were coming upon everybody because of the pandemic. And I'll I'll, uh, pass that along to everybody that made it happen, because Mm -hmm. it is a truly team effort. Yeah, right on. Say hi to Kevin Gundaker over here. He's a good fella. Will do. Appreciate you being a part of this. All All season long, we'll do it again in spring.